Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Welcome to another beautiful day. We've got big, exciting things coming in this podcast next week. So stay tuned as we are working our way through the book of Galatians and really diving into this concept of grace and of living out of God's grace, living out of our faith, living out of the Holy Spirit in us and living out of our freedom. And when we and our hearts and our identities are grounded in that grace, in that faith, in God's love, in our freedom from Christ, then from that place, love pours out. It overflows because God loves us. God loves you abundantly with more than you even need, so much so that it will flow out of you as love for others. So let's see what Paul has to say about this. Remember, yesterday he had just said that in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision, our actions, counts for anything but only faith working through love. That faith in you overflowing out to your actions. That faith in you working through God's love in your heart. And let's see his message that he has for these Galatians who are struggling with their identity in Christ, with salvation in Christ, as opposed to adding to that, earning it themselves. We are in Galatians chapter 5, verse 7, and I'm reading from the ESV. You were running well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion is not from him who calls you. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. So Paul, he knew them. He was there when he shared the gospel with them. He knew that they were running well and he's asking, who hindered you? Who hindered you from obeying the truth? Who spread these lies? That your salvation isn't sure. Your salvation isn't secure in Christ that your salvation doesn't depend on your actions. Who spread this? And he says, this persuasion is not from him who calls you. It's not from God. Anytime someone is telling you that you have to earn your salvation, you have to earn God's love, you have to earn your value, you have to earn your prosperity in God, that is not of the Lord. We have it all. It is secure in him, never based on our actions, but based on his promise, his grace, the gift of faith that he has given. Paul goes on, I have confidence in the Lord that you will take no other view and the one who is troubling you will bear the penalty, whoever he is. Wow. (laughs) He's saying, I confidently trust that you are going to go back to running well, that you will take no other view, that the one troubling you, they're going to bear that penalty. 
Paul doesn't know who it is, but he trusts in God's justice. He trusts in God's holiness and his ability to make things right. He goes on, but if I, brothers, still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. Yes, that means what you think it means. And yes, those are really harsh words. But when someone is sharing a lie and pretending it is the truth and tricking God's people into believing the lie as truth, that is serious. That is damaging. And so Paul, he's not cutting any corners here. He is speaking it boldly, openly, honestly. How serious it is. And if Paul, even if he is preaching circumcision, if he is sharing that Jews can still be circumcised, he himself is circumcised, why is he still being persecuted? That shows that the persecution, that the lies that it's actually not about the issue it's talking about. All of that is just a cover. All of that is a facade. All of that is an excuse. That circumcision isn't really the issue here. It is deeper than that. And it is saying that you do not trust God to handle it all. You do not trust that God, he loves you enough to save you as a free gift, the free gift of faith, the free gift of Christ's sacrifice that he paid for, but that you don't have to. It's an underlying issue. And Paul goes on, for you were called to freedom, brothers. And we've talked about this freedom, freedom from the law. Because we don't have to earn our salvation, we are free. That burden is lifted And Paul says, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, serve one another. It can be so easy to say, oh, Jesus died for my sins, past, present, future. So it doesn't matter what sins I do in the future. It doesn't matter if I disobey God. I can do whatever I want. But do you know, do you know what's at the root and the core of that? That you're not satisfied in God. God isn't your satisfaction. God isn't your fulfillment. And so although the issue may be making whatever choices you want and that you're free in Christ, there's a deeper issue. And he says, don't use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. Don't follow the desires of your flesh. Don't put your own self above God. But through love, serve one another. We can freely serve, not out of burden, not feeling forced to do so, but out of love that comes from the Lord, fills us up and overflows. And we have the freedom to make choices that are loving, that are service-based, that are other-focused, that will glorify God. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Because of all this false teaching, I would imagine there was a lot of division, a lot of strife. 
And if we look around in our world, (laughs) there's a lot of division. There's a lot of strife. There's a lot of arguments. And if we let that become more important, the divisions become more important, we're going to consume one another. We're going to hurt one another. We're going to damage one another when we are biting, devouring, fighting, arguing, when we're placing these divisions, these things above God and the unity we have in him. But he says the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Regardless of the disagreements, regardless of the division, show them love. And that doesn't mean always be quiet, always be kind, don't ever bring up conflicts. No, no. (laughs) No. Conflict sometimes can be the most loving thing. Bringing up issues in love with a humble heart can be the best thing. Because when we don't bring up issues, when we don't set boundaries, our hearts are full not of love, but of resentment, of bitterness, of anger. And those, those are not from God. Those are not from the Spirit. Those will actually try to enslave us. But instead, remember, you were called to freedom. Don't use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love, serve one another. And we're going to be talking tomorrow about this idea of the desires of the flesh going a little bit deeper into what that looks like, into the things that are contrary to God and his love, looking at the things that will try to enslave us. So I will see you tomorrow morning. Do you enjoy how yoga makes you feel, but you're not so sure about its ties to Hinduism and New Age beliefs? I've been there, I understand the struggle, and I'm sharing my historical research, biblical truth, and some hands-on practices with you to help you move from confusion to clarity, and also add some Christ-centered calm in there. So if you're interested, head over to the link in the description and join my free Yoga Meets Faith workshop.